Hey everybody, Luke McRoy here. Welcome back to another Physiology Secrets. Uh, I hope the sound quality is okay for this one. It is oh, it's not bucketing down now, but it is raining significantly tonight. Uh, another late finish, 9.32 p.m. Um, wanted to jump on quickly and talk about caffeine and the effects that caffeine can have on performance. So it's a pretty, pretty popular topic, caffeine, and a lot of people consume it. So I thought it might be worthwhile just going into a little bit of detail about what it can actually do for our performance. Um, I suppose that the main, the main reported benefit is, is mental. And the mental benefits that it has are... Oh, from from the research and anecdotal evidence shows that that the the caffeine will decrease your rating of perceived exertion, so it makes the effort feel easier for whatever event you're doing, um, and increased mental alertness as well. So you're, uh, as you know, you wake up in the morning, you're going to go and do a five hour bike ride. Nothing, you know, first thing you do is grab a coffee, all right? You need to sort of wake up and increase your mental alertness. So they're, they're the two main benefits. So slightly uh, reduced perceived exertion and also increased mental alertness. Now, physiologically, caffeine actually also has an effect too, okay? Now, before I go into what the effect is, it's really important to weigh out the pros and cons of using using any drug, and we know caffeine is a drug, um, but the pros and cons of using it. So the, the probably the main, the main negative of caffeine is that it's a diuretic, and what that means is that um, you lose fluid when you can consume when you consume caffeine. So um, you may be able to relate to this when you you know consume a couple of coffees, have a few caffeinated gels, um, whatever it is, you start to need to go to the toilet quite a lot more. Okay, so you you expel a lot of fluid um, and you lose a lot of fluid from your body. So before you uh, before you consume caffeine for training in a race, it's really important to weigh up the pros and cons of the, the potential performance enhancing benefits and the increase in mental alertness that you get with the potential dehydration which you may experience as a result. So um, really, really hot days, um, you know, it's something to consider when you're going out for your training runs and also when you're racing as well. Now from a physiological point of view, okay, uh, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I feel really great, I can push harder when I have caffeine. Now, that's more because of the mental alertness and the decreased rating of perceived exertion. Physiologically, it doesn't, it doesn't help during early and mid-fatigue, okay? Um, it does help, however, in what we call late fatigue. And when I'm talking late fatigue, I'm talking about, you know, just before your body will start to produce less forceful contractions so it could be you know we could be talking at the it depends on your on your fitness level we could be talking at the end of like a, a five hour half Ironman we could definitely be talking about the end of an Ironman or an ultra distance race that sort of stuff alright so we're looking at that late fatigue and I'll go into a little bit of physiology I'll try to keep this simple because it's, it's really not simple it's quite complicated this uh, what, what I'm going to talk about here but um, what I want you to do, if you haven't, if you haven't already seen the video I produced a fair while ago on training to improve VO2 max, go to my go to the Mets Performance Consulting YouTube channel and search for type in training to improve VO2 max, and I mean listen to the whole thing. It's a, it's a pretty good video if I don't if I do say so myself. But have a look at the first graph that I show, the first infographic, and it's basically got. Um, the, the, the two pathways 
to elicit an aerobic adaptation. So those mitochondria, the, the glute 4 transporters, all that sort of stuff. So there's two ways. We, we know we've got the, the continuous training, so your long, easy base training, and also those VO2 max intervals, high energy contractions, which is kind of like the 30 second maximal efforts, four minute recovery. If you're following on the Facebook page there, I'll put an infographic up from some recent research which showed the, uh, the efficacy of that, but I'll come back to that in a different podcast. But we're looking at the endurance zone part of it, all right? And w- what we'll see is that when we do endurance zone training, we release calcium, all right? Through, through, the, uh, from, through calcium kinase, that is what gives us the increased mitochondria, capillarization, glute 4, um, ability to burn fat, all that sort of stuff, all right? So it's calcium. So what caffeine does, it actually assists in the, the flow and maintenance of our calcium levels. It doesn't really help it too much in the, in the early and mid fatigue because our, our body's already very good at doing it. It's not gonna boost it more than it needs because the body's just maintaining at the level that it wants. So calcium's coming into the muscles, calcium contracts the muscle, we produce force, we are able to get from A to B at a certain speed, right? During late fatigue, what happens is our, the, the calcium released into our muscles, it starts to not work properly, it starts to slow down because we're fatiguing. What caffeine can do, it can actually, uh, it can elongate and delay the time at which calcium stops being produced or stops being released into the muscle. So it can maintain calcium levels for longer than if we don't have caffeine. What that means is that we can keep keep on producing forceful muscle contractions for longer. If we can do that, we're gonna obviously last a lot longer before we fatigue. So we can maintain muscle force, therefore we can run faster, cycle longer, all that sort of stuff. in terms of recommended dosage, I can't actually remember it off the top of my head. It's a fair bit of caffeine. It's not a ridiculous, it's not a ridiculous amount, but it is a fair bit of caffeine you need. Um, and um, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll put the I'll, I'll, when I get home or tomorrow I'll I'll, uh, I'll pull up the laptop and, and get the recommended dosage. I'll put it in the comments or in the description. So just have a look in the description um, and, and work it out that way. But as a summary of, of what we're talking about, so calcium is going to help with your late fatigue. It won't help with your early fatigue. Um, so it's worth trying out for you know events that are sort of five hours and beyond. Be aware of the temperature of the environment because you are going to get a dehydration effect as a as an effect of having caffeine because of the diuretic effect. Um, but yeah, it's really it's a really useful useful drug to use in moderation for a little bit of performance enhancement, but definitely for the for the perceived. Uh, decreased perceived exertion and also increased mental alertness. Hopefully that was useful guys. Check your comments below. I'll speak to you soon.